0: Hey, y'all, this is Hot AM Podcast with Anthony and Matthew. And with our little friend, wise friend, Callie the Wise. We're going to talk about... It's something that affects... Um, it is something that affects us personally, and we know it affects a whole bunch of people, like young people as well. And currently right now... Bit of a headache or a neck pain, stress, headache, whatever. He down so y'all. Bear with
1: me, But maybe this was to help me get in the of. So, just yeah, got to put that so. out there, too. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us are feeling great. Haven't really had an amazing week this past week. Really been kind of tough on both of us. Uh, if I may speak boldly for both of us. But I feel like it's been a rough week, especially for myself and I think for Anthony as well.
0: Okay, well, Mr. Matthew, do you want well,
1: to take it away? I guess I can. I guess I can. So depression, something that kind of affects all of us to some degree, I like to think. And how it really starts in my research is an interesting process. Cause it really starts with anxiety and I don't want to touch too much on this topic because I'm hoping that later in the future we can talk about anxiety. But depression is usually goes along with, having have suffered some kind of PTSD also are prone to developing depression as well. It just goes hand in hand with all these other <clears throat> mental health things that are going on is like my life being drained out of me. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't even want to look at my phone. I want to do... And it's not even being lazy. It's just kind of losing that that will to live metaphorically, not like completely. Because there is a fine line between depression and then it going suicidal. And I think that's a big thing that needs to be pointed out. Just because you're depressed doesn't mean yourself or hurt others. It just means that you're not in a good place. Just because you're depressed doesn't stay depressed. But also... It doesn't have to mean that you are you know, depressed, so you're gonna be suicidal, you're gonna cut yourself, you're gonna do all these things that are detrimental and self-harming to yourself. That's not what it means. I think that it is just a point in your life and it, it can happen a lot, it can happen a little, it can happen almost never, almost all the time. I know for me, it's kind of a hit or a miss. And it can be depression, if you really wanna give it a name, or it can be like blow out of the water And it's just like your whole ship is sunk and you're sinking with it, depression. And that might be like a terrible way of describing, but that's how I feel like it is. It can range from so many things and how it looks like to so many different people is different. Like for me, when I'm depressed, like I said, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to order food. I don't want to eat food. I don't want to make food. I don't want to do anything that's good for me or that's healthy for me. I don't want to go work out. The way that I cope with stuff is go work out. I don't want to play guitar. I don't want to work on the podcast. I don't want to start any of the hobbies. All I want to do is maybe watch TV and just like be bored out of my brains. Just because I don't have that motivation to go and do anything. I don't have that drive because I feel like it's been sucked out of me. And I've talked to some of my friends and I've texted them for this podcast because I was having a hard time coming up with what to talk about this. And I really got depressed over trying to make this the best podcast for y'all guys, because I want this to be something that is going to be positive and that it's going to be changing lives and then Pat having a really hard time with that. And I got depressed because I was trying to make it perfect. And I was trying to cater to everybody else's wants and needs and what it is. And the podcast is for me and for Anthony, just to talk about regular conversations. And I was making it too much. I was trying to act like it was a business. I was, it got so bad that I had to leave work one day. I'm, I'm going to be transparent with y'all guys hell for me because of that. And just uh, some, also some other, but this played a big part in it, you want to add anything, Denny? Well, I'll say,
0: well, just. As a commentary to what I think, <clears throat> I think it seemed like what you got a result of uh, in trying to like you know work hard and make it, make this podcast to so, like to be the best that you wanted to be or the best that it could be. But just like I said, that's just like a, like I would tell you, can't make everything in this world. Yo, everything.
1: No, you can't.
0: Like whatever the person I, had, I think it started out with. Um, last week I went to a machine gun Kelly concert but I know it's just like a, um, it's like before as I was getting dressed up like I had bought these these pants from Hot Topic and it was like um and you know there was like really like um like patterned on one side and black on the other side and they were like pretty fitting and so I bought them last month and um and then the past few weeks, like, I feel like I think I uh, gained, like, a few pounds, but it was, like, mostly my thighs. And I feel like it is a little tighter than normal. Like, um, I, uh, I, I was like, don't know. Like, should I wear something else or should I do, um, I don't know, just saying. But it's not like it's that important to, like, look that good or what it was like. And that kind of started, like, my little smile. Like, ah, uh, uh, my pants are fine now, by the way. I still look good, but yeah, even like, mm-hmm. yes, I intended to a lot of after that thing. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going. It's like, wait, where am I going? <laughs> Anyways. Jewish. it's just that, like what if sometimes like all of a sudden like Or like I had a a big thing is like I had a schedule plan for the day, and it's like little things happen that prevent me from completing my plan for the day or sometimes if some take longer than expected or if um or if like say like i run into some sort of like trouble sh- like on my computer or phone or something um, that can trigger because it's like i'm kind of like a more so to myself kind of a person not that i'm like anti-social or anything because i'm very much not. It's just, I'm not somebody who, like, tries to, like, force relationships, because it's kind of funny to, like, you know, go places, and so I was, like, at home and felt kind of isolated like that, and also when it's, like, you know, like, hey, I can't go and see these people or do things that I love or make time to, like, do things that I, like, advance my my career or whatever. I, like, do photography, video photography on the side, but it's Sometime, or it's like you're working in the evening instead of the morning, or whatever. So, whatever it's like, you see all these people who are like, um, they're connected, or whatever, and you're just kind of like, a, uh, most of the time, it's like the outside looking in. And so, that kind of like, that kind of interests you a bit as far as like your tendency to like reach out to people, feeling as if you have people to reach out to. Which I do by the way, but it's like I feel like I have a lot of crap. Sometimes it's like I can't like if I had to talk to a normal you know quote yeah, what a quote unquote normal person know um, about my stem like they would keep it to myself. Because I just sometimes you just gotta be careful of who you open up to. So and I was talking. <laughs> and I also feel like um, I guess kind of like you know, I like I don't want to do anything. It's like I won company over, but I don't like you know be clingy or whatever. Um, so yeah, I just stay the myself. I know that's I funny.
1: I wouldn't say that's funny that that you said that because uh, been a little bit opposite with that. This week I've just been like. You know, people, like, I want them to come over, but also I don't want to sacrifice, you know, my space, if that makes sense. If I were to have somebody to come over, like you or somebody else, and come hang out with at my place, I would have to give up the freedom of it being my place for a little bit, considered it, like, my own. And so, like, letting somebody in to come come hang out over at my place... It's hard for me right now, just because I'm like, I don't know that I want to, and maybe that's me being selfish. And maybe it's just something that I need to work on. I'm used to like being at home all the time and spending time a lot at home. One of my many hobbies and trying to pick up something new. I'm watching TV, I'm cooking, I'm just having a hard time, you know, kind of giving that up and sacrificing it, you know? I'd much rather go out and I do something with them or like go over to their place. And I don't know if that's a result from she and I would always spend time here or if that's just me right now, establishing boundaries and be like, hey, this is my place, this is my space, come over for a little bit, but like you can't stay over, you know? Mm -hmm. School, one of the very few people one of the two people I still talk to from high school and he texted me and he was like, yeah, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast. This is what I think depression is and your job on the podcast. And it's just like, I'm here for you, man. If you ever need to talk, I know we don't talk that much. And that really won my heart. And that really made me feel not so alone. And I think that's a big question tries to do is try to make us feel that we're alone. I said, I sent that very text to somebody this week. I was just like, shoot. they were like, "What are you going through? What's going on?" And I was like, "I can tell you, but you're not gonna understand. You don't know what's going on." And you, and it's that. I think that's the biggest thing. You have to let somebody know what's going on. Maybe not everything. That way, you have to let them inside, in order for them to be able to help you a little bit. Otherwise, it's it's like trying to fix something or trying to pick up a new hobby without knowing anything. You're just gonna mess it up. Or you're gonna break it, or you're gonna hurt yourself similar idea yeah. yeah like i'm currently and this is going to sound funny to y'all guys i'm currently trying to learn a couple of guitar lessons in i just bought a tattoo kit for at home and learning that because tattoos are so expensive and i was like let me try this out and i'm trying to learn how to do it and i want to go ahead and give myself a tattoo i almost did a fantastic conversation i had that left me really down and depressed getting ready to pull out that tattoo kit and say, screw it, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to figure it out. Skin, my stuff, I bought it, I'm going to try it and just figure it out. I had to not rush and do that because if I did I with a tattoo that I don't want that I would probably have to fix anyway, and something worse that could happen with that just because I haven't enough research into it, I haven't had enough experience with this to know exactly how to do it and just I'm not in the best mood, but I can still do this and it won't be a big deal. But I want to go ahead and read some of the responses I got this week from friends, family, and just people that I talked to, or I don't really talk to. And I just hit them up because I was like, Hey, I want to, I want your feedback on this. Cause I value their feedback, even though we don't really talk. So the first one I got was just not like you normal do much and always feeling like a burden. And then somebody else said pessimism. Mm-hmm. someone not feeling love so they I felt that I felt that one most week really hard I feel like I not not that I feel but I know I've been doing that and pushing people out and I've been pushing them away especially the people that mean the most because I was hurting and I was in a really bad place and I really didn't know what was going on I was just kind of and not sure what it was doing with anything and it just made me a real mess and a real who i've done that to this week because this isn't anything new it's something that i do but i just want to say sorry so if anybody's out there that's listening and i did that too this week past i just want you to know I, i'm sorry about it my best friend They would prefer to stay anonymous. said this, reminding myself to do basic tasks, but sometimes it's like this overwhelmed feeling of being tired from everything to get out of bed. And that's a lot of what I said earlier. I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to see another person's face, even if it's somebody that I really care about and that I really love. Whether it's a friend, it's a family member, it's... The person that I'm in a relationship with was a relationship with, whatever. I had somebody else, say texted me, kind of a long response, and I'm going to read it verbatim, and I'm going to include all the capitalization and all the exclamation points and everything because I think this is important. So I texted them, and they go, way too complicated for a text. Depression, sucks in capital letters with an exclamation point. Nothing feels right. You could be surrounded by family and be lonely, exclamation point. Nothing brings you joy. Your mouth can smile but it will tell the depth of your sorrow. You don't care, dot, 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 about anything. Any exclamation point. There's just so much and it will change a person. But the change for those around you, which makes you more depressed. And I really feel that because I've been in some of the most where it's full of people and I feel the most alone than I do whenever I'm by myself. I don't know if you feel this too, Anthony. And I thought about you know going deeper on this and doing something with that. I really feel that a lot. I could be in a room full of people, the people that love me the most or that I care about the most, and I'd still feel lonely. And I've been been really working on that right now. I've been trying to become okay with that place of being by myself and being alone and being single. And I like that a little bit recently. It was going well. And then, you know, speed bump and you get a flat tire and you just kind of get upset and you kind of get depressed And that's where I kind of feel like I am right now. And so I'm trying to put my car trying to keep going down the life of road, the road of life, excuse me. And that's where I kind of feel like I'm at right now, currently. Just trying to pick my stuff up, trying to fix myself together, put my car at least in a condition that I can drive it down life. I'm going to read y'all guys a few more responses that I got. This is one that I got. I think it comes in many different forms, all of which are definitely real and not the same for every person. Certain types can be more impactful and dangerous than others, though, but each type should be still should still be addressed in ways that would best help that person. That one that I just got off of the text, that I just got not that long ago. That depression looks different for everybody. I mean, think of the responses that we've gotten so far.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's a few more still. There's just being completely unmotivated and utterly beyond sad after a traumatic event that was from somebody And I think that's true. Being sad, being a loner, I felt that a lot. I mean, I even got a tattoo about it. Another one is, think bleak, every negative on your head with what seems like no hope for escape. And then it has to ask, that will get you close to what depression is like. Like it can be this black hole that just consumes everything. And it can be, but it doesn't have to be. There is still some light out there for it, and there's still something out there that you can reach for and something that you can grasp onto, but sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to get there to see that little pinprick of light and that darkness.
0: crazy anatomy
1: into this I was actually told by by somebody this week whenever I was doing research for this. Like, hey, you should watch uh, Stranger Things. That's what it was. I was recommending Stranger Things. I've never seen Stranger Things in my life and I have no plans to, but they were like, yeah, you should listen to Stranger Things because they have this one episode that I think would be really um, resourceful for you to look at and just watch and just kind of change the way you think about research and the way you think about getting all your facts for the podcast. And I I haven't got it yet, and I haven't got that they were going to send either. And that's cool. But I I think just kind of switch up your thinking. That's what I was really getting at. Just switch up your thinking with whatever it is. We really do need that sometimes. Maybe it means that you need to go out and that you've never done in your life ever. Or you just need to pick up and move. Or you need to switch jobs or you just need to change whatever it is, whether it's something small, whether it's something big, whether it's something absolutely enormous. I said enormous. I meant huge and enormous, and I said enormous. you know, whatever. I made a new word, guys, enjoy it. But I think that's a big thing. And you can correct me if I'm, that's what I think. Yeah, it's so just, whatever it is that you switch up, or stick
0: to it, you know? One of like you know you speak like you're saying pick up copies, I remember. Um,
1: Can you speak up
0: a little bit. I remember um I was going through a like patch. That uh that's when I was like exercising and then going to the gym. Um It was something that's like now it's just like something I did consistently, you know, that kind of just kind of helped work together and also not just transforming like suffering brain, whatever, but like just my mind and my actions and spirit. um as far as, of like taking care of myself. And um For me, you know, typically as far as how I cope, it's like, write it out kind of thing. Cause I know it's, it, for me, it's like it, the state of how I feel, it's only gonna be temporary. It's not gonna last like, forever. And that may not be the case for somebody else. Like, you know, I'm feeling like this right now and it can last for like up to a week or maybe years or on and off. And for me, I take it as, you know, this is something I kind of think, you know, this is going to be uh of my journey of life. I think there's been probably some years or seasons been into uh, more than others. Uh, but I just kind of keep that in mind like this is only temporary this isn't eternal like so I kind of just like let myself feel it but I don't I try not to let it dictate my behavior all the time get up and I'll, like shower take a shower or like make sure I eat like a meal whatever like something or Or um, if I can afford to put something that I need to do off to another day, I will give myself time to do that. Um, And also, imagine if it's like, you know, we want to, like, keep it to ourselves or whatever, but for me, that's just an enemy that, hey, no, like, you are alone and they want it's like swirling in our head, um, truth in our head, but that's like that's not true. So, who are meant? We are meant to be victors, not. Uh, excuse me. Not, What's the opposite? Leaders. That's not kind of. True. I guess. That's all right. <laughs> Yeah, but we are meant to be victors, conquerors, and, like, rise up above our circumstances. But, um, so, it was like one day uh, where I just felt like, you know what, I feel like I'm going to be a burden, but even if you feel a burden to somebody, just go ahead and do it, because, you know what, you see that like, that's part of a lie in itself that you will burn to somebody say who honestly keep telling you to hey I am here for you you can't talk to me then just take despite what you feel believe them take them for your word and yeah I know I said earlier to open up to if it's somebody you want to but if 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 you want to trust and offers that sanctuary Re- take rest. Take rest in that, and stop causing yourself so much suffering when you don't have to. Now, I'm not saying I'm not always trying to be this, do this, do that, whatever, because I myself need a push to do that too. Mm-hmm. We all do. But I. Sexist somebody from church saying, hey, I'm in a dark, twisted place right now. Um, uh, can you please pray for me? And was like, yeah. And then he follows up saying, what got you feeling? Like that. And I just kind of listen. Again, like, not everything to, like, you know, because I don't want to send, like, a, like, a, um, a two page paper full of work on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I that was the best episode of doing it because again, I didn't do it with the right president type of thing. But anyways, and so and I felt oh, good that I did that. Or you know, I was um a Matthew the other day. Something I, I was like kinda silent silent, and it was like I don't feel like I had all the lecturing out of me. And it was like After spending something, I felt better. I was like, ah, I feel well, all right. I had food and then I had a little mini nap while he went into the restaurant and I was like, I feel I needed that. Thank you. You know? I mean, sometimes we do need to be alone, but it, but just allowing the, you know, the people in to help them to help us I think they are really and if you and if you don't you have somebody oh I change the direction of this microphone and I hear myself more oh well <laughs> but if you if you feel like you don't have I mean, there are hotlines to talk but if you feel like you don't have anybody or whatever, I just encourage you to just um, start talking, to people. Um, reach out to that family member who's a, who seem like they're a good person, or you know, someone you feel like you probably could trust, or you do. And just reach out to that person. Of fear, because at the end of the day does not heal you will make you stronger.
1: Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Let go of
0: fear. Yes, just let go of fear. That and let go of of those lies. Let go of those chains of lies that say there are no more brighter days. There are brighter days. You have experienced brighter days. You may not be experiencing that right day today the next day or the day after. Just hold on. Because the feelings being um, given it, our feelings that are being given into those lives does not change the truth of what's real, of what's true, and of what's available to you.
1: Anytime, man. I'm just kind of listening to what you're saying. I think you're right, okay. and I think how we cope with how we cope with the depression is kind of different. You yeah. sleep for everybody. And how we do it. So. What do you? Well, what's your,
0: yeah, I what I just
1: said? I mean, yeah, I think that we do sometimes need to reach out to that person that to a long time or that, you know, things might not be best in our lives, but we do need that some that person is and like you said, there's always places to reach out to. There's always somebody to go to because nobody's truly ever alone ever. So I think that's important just just to realize that that's never done and that's never over and that kind of kind of leads into you know that depression isn't suicide you know depression doesn't have to mean suicide it doesn't have to mean all of that that if that if you are the person that's not depressed, that it might mean reaching out to that person, just saying, hey, or you need to talk, or can I come over? You hungry? Just something, a basic need, I think, is the best way. Because more often, more often than not, they're probably not doing one of those things, whether they're not eating or they're not sleeping, they're not taking care of themselves in some way, some fashion, form.
0: Yeah, and also, thank you to somebody who doesn't struggle with depression as much, or you're in a really good place in your life. but if you're around, so just checking with people around you, just see how they are. You'd be surprised because. I feel like sometimes everybody's life, or everybody has, that like I do, especially if you're, if you're more privileged as well. But that's not the case. I mean, some you'd be surprised of, I mean, you'd be surprised when people go over who You would have thought, oh, are you are struggling with that, or oh. Oh, you're not exactly all happy like you, like, you, like you look? Or, oh, you know
1: what? I had no idea all of this was on your mind. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm i going to interrupt you for there for a second. No,
0: go ahead.
1: Um, this is going to sound probably bad just because I can't word it the right way. But when I got to college, i was a 18 year old very very not like privileged but sheltered so it was a very big culture shock to me coming in with all of this and wait where we i remember i remember where i'm going sorry i need coffee guys i need coffee so bad but i'm 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 an 18-year-old guy. I'm a male, a male who seems like he comes from a privileged family, or had a privileged upbringing, and so I would get so much crap for that all the time because it's like, what are you so sad about? Your that you're that you're attractive, that you have daddy's money or mommy's money or whatever, your life is good, and they people that look like they have their lives together, or or try to pretend to, or trying to hide it with other things are really the ones that are the ones that are and that don't have an idea what's going on and they're just trying their best to make it work and to try to figure things out. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of break into pop culture right now and I'm gonna... So there's so many songs i and since we we're just talking about this uh, an artist named G Easy out there. He, he's talked about it and whenever he fir- was first coming up, one of the first couple albums he puts out and one of the songs, he, people are like, why are you complaining, man? You have all this money, you have all this money, you have all this success. You should be so sad, you should always be happy. Like, what do you have really sad about? I, I feel that is important. It's like, yeah, I might have all this stuff, but material wealth and material everything. And I've been kind of telling some people and I really had to tell myself about this as well, but always not buy something and later on down the road, regret it and then end up buying it. But you will never ever regret that you didn't spend time with somebody because you can't take that time and be like, Hey, I want to buy more time with you. I want to buy another chance with you. You can't. So always try to the most intentional best time somebody because you never know when their day might be the last or when their day in your life might be the last and they might not be in your life anymore whether that means they passed on they'd moved on to somebody else they just moved on in life in general so always check on your friends check on the people that you love with and never ever put something material over that time that you could spend with somebody and it's something that I struggle with still. And you kind of walk that line with material wealth and, oh, I just got something new, so I want to do that. And I want to hang out with friends. And so it's like you know, balancing things and trying to have that healthy boundaries and healthy relationships with people. I it think it's so hard. And it is for me as well. And it might be more so for me than... Uh, some of you people listening but that's how I feel and recently in the last couple of weeks my sister was down here and and on the way home on the way to home because we have like a five six hour drive we're talking and my sister seen talk where you can go into these tattoo studios and you can get a tattoo a surprise tattoo or something it's like $100 $120 you go and pay put it in like a gumball machine. It comes out and there's a little that, and they put it on you, whatever it is. she's like, I'm gonna go do that. And I was like, okay, but we'd have to like, if you're serious about this, make an appointment and do it and whatever. The point, because I'm telling you guys a story, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. And so we eventually, but we didn't go to that tattoo studio because it was in like Houston or something or D- Dallas or something. And I was like, hey, if you're just gonna go get a tattoo, just go see my tattoo guy. He's a good guy. He did my tattoo. You really like it, so let's just go see him. And his minimum was a hundred dollars, so you couldn't think cheaper than that because that's just the lowest he did for it being worth it. And she and I got a tattoo together, and it was a matching tattoo. Mine's a little bit bigger just because of placement, but it is the tattoo is verse six fourteen, six fifteen, and six twenty three from a song line with it as well. And the song that it's from is Sarah by we three. And it says suicide and depression. And the number sits fifteen to 623, it goes like this. 614, she was trying to find a reason to live. 615, the blood was bleeding down her sleeve. 623, crying and begging for God to let her breathe again. And so, because it's something that I've struggled with, something my sister struggled with as well. We, we really wanted to get that tattooed on us and just to make it permanent on us. And where I put it on my body, I put it on my arm and I'm trying to create a sleeve now, but I put it on top of my arm, right on the forearm. So whenever people see it, they'll ask about it because I want to raise awareness about this. I want people to ask and be like, hey, what is this about? And then change their thinking way of thinking it'll help them and inspire them take practice steps even if it's just like they're going through something i'm like hey i got this man i've I've been down that road i've done this i've done that i know where also i know how to get off of it i know that there's a way out so i wouldn't be that person that is that can do that and because i feel like it's so important to do that And so whenever we were first coming into this whole episode about depression, I felt like that was something that really needed to be addressed because, you know, I think it's been a lot of kind of popularized, either popularized or it's kind of been like on the down low that we don't really want to talk about depression. It's, it's kind of like a hush-hush word, kind of like sex was for quite a while. Hush-hush, you don't talk about it, Shh. And it's still kind of like it's been a little bit less destigmatized over the recent years about and about going to get counseling, going to get therapy, being on medicines for that. I think it's less destigmatized, but it's still there's still that stigma. And it's like I don't and I kind of struggle with that as well. It's like I don't want to be on some medicine to make me feel good and make me feel okay and kind of balance me. I want to kind of figure that out for myself and what I have to do for that. And there are other ways to cope, and that's something else that I want to talk about later in this episode, is coping with that of depression, because it doesn't always have to be, you do all these bad things that are going to be self-destructive, but there are healthy coping ways as well. But it's just something that is near and dear to my heart, especially since I've gone through so much with it, and it's, it's still a daily constant battle. I literally have scars from it because of how it's horror stories I could tell y'all guys about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just kind of something that I felt like needed to be addressed. This topic of depression coming in into this week. And we really struggled some, some setbacks this last couple of weeks. We were actually going to put something else out a different episode about adulting and hopefully we'll put it out uh, soon as well. But we, I was having of it and it just kind of made me real depressed and it kind of made me upset and i was like man i'm tr- I, I already drank a cup of coffee i was ready to do this i was ready to grind out spend out a weekend off and i was like i'm gonna do this i'm not gonna get much sleep but i'm, I'm driven and I'm, I'm focused on this and the audio wasn't working and so i had to call anthony up and i was like it, it's it's like 12 1 o'clock in the morning just went to the machine gun kelly concert and i'm like hey this is what's going on. How do you feel? And I was like, here are some steps we can take. And this whole week, just trying to figure out the whole, like the topics, how we want to do it, has been rough. Actually, you know, on our relationship, our friendship. You do a podcast with somebody, or when you try to do something with anybody with them and it has to be, you know, a good one. Otherwise things aren't gonna turn out the greatest. And you might like lo- might lose them, you might lose a project you might be working on. And so you, you have to really consider the other person. And that's something I've been having to learn this week as well is just about the other concerned about them, but you also need to think about them as well. Not saying that you should the time, because I did this when I was in a relationship, my first and foremost thought was about the person I was dating. Would they approve of this? Would they like this? What are they doing? I wonder what's going on with them. And it's like, dude, don't waste all your energy and time doing that. But yeah, occasionally, maybe once a day, a couple times a week, reach out. Be like, hey, I know you're not doing the greatest or I haven't heard or I haven't seen you or something. Or let's catch up. Let's get something to eat. Let's go do stuff. Let's go walk something, you know, just try to keep in touch with them. Struggle for all of us, because I have trouble with it as well. I'm not saying that because I, it's like everybody has to struggle with it, but I'm saying that I myself have a really bad, like I talk to somebody and then they, they me and them don't talk for a little bit. Like my best friend from high school, he and I weren't talking for a few months just because of how things were left. And we we reached. I reached back out, and we started talking again. And he and I don't talk every day. We don't text or call every day. The person that I probably talk to the most every day would either be my sister, or it would be one of my friends from up here. But that doesn't mean you have to talk to them every day. Yeah. I go, and I because I've I made changes in my life about who I talk to and what I do you just go completely without a text from anybody and you have to be okay with that you have to be okay with hey i'm not getting tests nobody's reaching out to me okay and even if you aren't okay you have to figure out what you can do to help make yourself okay whether it's reaching out to somebody to seek counseling or therapy or if it's a psychiatrist and saying hey i want to talk about my medicine If it's reaching out to somebody or your friend some random person you met and you're like, hey, something's going on. I feel like it's important. And I just need somebody to sit there and listen. Because there have been times I've been out and about, and I, it's in the middle of when I was a, when I was a freshman in college. Sorry, cough drop. I have a sore throat. And I've been out at, in the middle of the night, three or four in the morning, just out in a terrible, depressed state, man. And I was not one of them. And I really wanted somebody to talk to, and I had nobody to talk to. And just those little things make a huge difference. And I think there is something that I've found recently, something that can be confusing. It's kind of independent, especially when you're trying to learn that. I'm trying to like independence and self-sufficiency and trying to be a and be cool with yourself i think that's something that can be confused with it because i think i've been trying to be also, you know a little bit more independent and trying to like myself and love myself and be cool with myself but also it can be confused depressed and it, it can yeah. lead to depression because i kind of felt that this week just being at home all by myself and not really going out and doing anything and not really texting anybody and I'd let it sit for hours and I wouldn't respond to it. I wouldn't respond to it at all. i just read their message. But you see what I'm getting at. Like, It was, it was interesting and it was hard for me to decide was I being dep- or was I being trying to be independent and trying to be a little bit less on my phone and trying to put my head out in the room. And so it's just a tough thing to kind of figure out. And that's just something that kind of needs to figure out for themselves. Hell, and that's the thing, like, you don't have to text them and get the text, especially if you're busy. You can read the message and you can see it and respond to it.
0: with
1: an intent of replying to it for the most part. Yes. Yep. Or like, if, it, if they're like, I'm ready to go or let's go or like whatever. Like, you don't have to like be text cool you can depending on it like your relationship with each other but like whenever anthony texts me sometimes and he's like i'm here or let's go or i'm ready or, are you ready or like stuff like that you don't have to respond and be like yeah and then try to keep the conversation going you can kind of let the conversation just sit there for a little bit and talk about this more later down the road in like the relationships episode that he and i but I really want to touch on as we're kind of wrapping this up is coping and how to cope with it. And I want to talk about some ways that I've coped with depression and what I'm doing recently and what I hope to do in the future with coping. And uh, I'll let Anthony take it away for this one right now.
0: I really have to. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think to help help you on your journey. It's just one thing that really helped me is just kind of changing sorry I just got like a little pound in my head um, just changing your and it's just a lifestyle thing that is kind of changing your thinking in a way or I remember when I used to get out bogged down by bat of something or whatever. I feel like, oh, like, oh, I'm a loser. I'm nothing. I nothing. just really just work, trying to work on myself as soon as I was thinking of, on some things. You know, I just, I have to literally, like, just tell. This. I have to speak. It's kind of like speaking positivity and speaking truth into yourself like nope this is not like this is not true i do have friends i do have people in my life who care about me well while, while that uh some days i just <laughs> i don't i don't <clears throat> i don't find myself in that deep of a hole like i used to because it's just to give myself a better and a healthier perspective of things instead of um instead of like what was i feeling inside internally that it was like that i was just wanting not to i was like personally refusing to try and i was refusing to try to believe or change but I said, like, you well, know, why don't I just try changing how I and how I my perspective of things? So that's one thing. You know, I just express to I do express to, you have to people be like, hey, I am down right now. Can you pray for me or can you One um, uh, can we go grab coffee because I'm like needing to talk? And uh, again, I encourage you, if you feel like you're going to be a burden to this person or you don't want to seem like somebody who is like struggling to, uh, yeah, that person who is like always weak or asking this person to hang out or talk or whatever, like, I would just say, like reject that lie, reject that and um, step out of that fear. And also, um, and I just I put on, I put on like you know very Afro music of that that kind of gives me peace, like Beyonce's fourth album Four, you know worship music. Um, just remind myself that Jesus is always with me, and yeah. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. It was also watching Grey's Anatomy, like. Mm-hmm. Like the very, the dark the dark episode of Grey's Anatomy. Like for me, like I don't know, that was a coping mechanism. Was that healthy or not? I don't know. But it was, it was a coping mechanism because it was I don't know. it was telling me it was like validating how I felt. Now was that was healthy or not? I don't know. Like watching the episode with Derek. Died. Yep, I think that's all I got. Did I say I got that too? No. Even though I, I get in the of once, I want to find myself in the gym. It's like, yeah, i There are times I was like, you know what, let me just go ahead and do it. And yes, yeah, seriously, something chemically happens inside when you do exercise that makes you feel better. It's like, because after my work, I'm like, Feel good now. So, do that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and spend quality of time because we we're not meant to be solely independent creatures. We are meant to be a community. We are meant to be amongst one another, and in times like those we need. We, we need, um, we do need that validation of love and support. As long as that validation of love and support doesn't have to stretch to it. us, it's okay. Okay, now I think I'm done. Well, how about you, Matthew?
1: Well, then, if you're done, then I guess I'll go. Uh, some things that helped me how I how I cope or some ways that I've coped in the past have been negative and they've been bad for me and kind of took me down that self-destructive road. And I don't want to get too much into it, but it you know, put me in the wrong crowd with the wrong people who did the wrong things and kind of took me along with that for the wrong ride. But now I think as you kind of discover who you are and your own identity, you will discover what helps you and what, what Good for you, and what's healthy for you to help you get out of those funks and get out of those moods because they aren't always forever. And that's something that you have to remind yourself something I have to remind myself about. Because just because you feel down and out right now doesn't mean you'll always be down and out forever. And like some of these things aren't going to matter years down the road, weeks down the road, you know? And so I think we're going to consider. But what helps me right now when I'm, when I'm dealing with stuff, especially with depression, I, I listen to some sad music. I listen to some e-boy music. And it kind of helps me, but also kind of puts me in a, in, a, in a bummer mood. So you kind of have to watch what you do. And I just, what I recently is I just kind of put my phone on uh, shuffle for the music and just kind of let whatever play play. And we had some good music, we had some bad music, we had some sad music, we had some happy music, and we just had some weird music playing at the same time. And that was good, because it just kind of took my mind off of things not being stuck in like that, thinking of like, this is the only music I listen to, and like, this is what I only I do. And I've also tried picking up some new hobbies, podcasting for one, this has been a long dream of mine that I'm working and breaking into, and learning how to do, but I'm also, up the electric guitar and play that um and then I'm also trying to like I said earlier I bought a tattoo and I'm trying to learn how to do that and use oh because I don't want to just have it and not use it because I feel like it's a waste of money then but I want I want to learn these things and I want to try new hobbies and try new things and if you want to try something new don't go out and buy like the most expensive version even like, it, like a in-between price of like cheap and expensive. I'm not saying go buy the cheapest one out there, but go look for one that's for beginners. It doesn't have to be like a little one or it doesn't have to be like a really uh, beginner one where it's like everything is so simple, unless that's what you need or that's what you like. But go find the things that you wanna try and try it. And if you if you wanna continue, continue with that hobby or whatever it is then you can spend a little bit more rest in it but i would recommend and this is what i've been doing just buying something beginners a guitar that's for beginners It's not the fanciest it doesn't have it's a basic guitar that will work and that will play and it will be a good place for you to start at a good place for me to start at i a tattoo at and it is a good place to start at. it's not the fanciest it's not the coolest it's not It is just a dependable machine that I can learn to start with before I get, for when I get really good, then I can consider getting a different, different tattoo stuff, you know, but you kind of need to start at the beginning. And that kind of goes for everything, for hobbies, for life, for whatever it is. And even with decision, just think you don't have to be like, oh, I don't want this job anymore. Or like, I'm going to switch to this job. I'm going to do this. I'm going to switch majors. I'm going to switch schools. I'm just going to switch doing whatever it is. And I'm going to completely surprise people because I've done all of that recently. Not all of it, but some of it. And you don't have to start small. you You can start wherever you feel comfortable. And I think that's the thing. You can start wherever you feel comfortable and just go from there and just realize that there are people around you to help you maybe not necessarily with your hobby but help you with whatever you're going through. And I think that's the biggest thing ever. And there will be, don't do this hobby because I don't think it's good for you. Or don't do this because I don't think it's good for you. And if they're, if if it's really not good for you, then don't do it. Even though I know you probably want to, and I've done this too, don't do it. But just try to find the right people out there that are good for you and try to find some things out there that are good for you. Go enjoy doing what you love and keep going with that. And realize that there is a light and there's a way out. And it's not all uphill or downhill or however you want to look at it. It's not all darkness and clouds. There are good parts about it. And there are good people out there for it. And that's what i have to say about it. You about ready to wrap up?
0: yep all right thank you listeners for much and until next time
1: and i just want to give a little shout out right now to all of our six listeners we are six before we can start uh reading uh, ads and continue for a little bit of revenue that's not what we're doing trying to do it for but it's so cool that there's six of y'all listening so far and we just started this podcast recently so i just want to whoever whoever you are whoever's been listening and if us on the instagram it's hot am the podcast if you want to follow us individually it's curly haired punk at instagram anthony
0: artist Anthony.
1: there you go and if you ever feel like you need to reach out to somebody our website is always open. You, our DMs are always open if you want to hit us up and talk about it. and We'll also be putting up a poll, hopefully soon, about what y'all guys want want us to talk about I want to hear and just your thoughts about it. And we also have a website if you want to go visit it. It is at www.podpage.com slash hot dash am forward slash. So you can always visit, visit us there. Uh, and I think that's it. We just have a little word from Kelly the Wise. She says thank you for listening and that hopefully she will be a part of the podcast soon. Anyway, that has been me, Matthew. Bye-bye.